The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. About three months into our marriage, I'd had a vision, and it was a vision of a perfect man. And this man looked like John, but he did not act like John. And I realized <laughs> it was my gifting to change John yeah, there you go. into the man he But I had a vision too. With my yeah. And my vision was of a sweet, submissive wife. <laughs> yeah. Best-selling authors John and Lisa Bevere share personal stories from their marriage in order to help others learn from their mistakes. Next on Life Today. opportunity to be with you. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to have two of our favorite people on the planet. Now, I don't think we ever have very many guests that we say these are not our favorite people, but we yeah. decided to have them anyway. <laughs> but you know, there are some people that are really like family. Mm -hmm. Lisa calls me dad. I and I take it as a real compliment because she sees it as a spiritual father and uh, a lover like a daughter. John, her husband, we work on, okay? <laughs> Needs a lot of help. <laughs> and we love John Bevere and his wife, Lisa. Would you welcome them to life today? We're thrilled to have them back. I just, I absolutely love them. And let me tell you, I want you to see this. I'm holding it near my heart. And it is called The Story of Marriage. And boy, do we need to understand marriage. In case you didn't know, it's between a man and a woman. And John is very much a man, and Lisa is very much a woman. True. And they are very much married, and they are very happy about it. Yep. And I, I want you to put a picture up of their old family on the screen. This is one of the most beautiful, radiant families I've ever seen. I praise God for the additions, grandchildren, the whole bit. I see glory on their children. I love all of you. I don't know you like I do mom and dad, but I know you through mom and dad. Now, this, this is an incredible package here. Let me tell you what it is. This is beautifully packaged. Messenger International, that is, that is where they're trying to take the message of Christ to the ends of the earth in every language. This is a six DVD CD set of teaching on marriage where the two of them are teaching, and they're very open and very honest. These are two of the most open, honest people, you know, you think me and Betty are. Well, we pale in comparison. <laughs> they are open and honest. They are very much transparent and very, very gifted. So here is the teaching, and then the book, The Story of Marriage. It's just phenomenally done. I love the way it's divided. I love everything they're talking about. And they give you an opportunity to respond, ask questions, learn, grow, relate in your marriage, and we'll gladly send you the book. The series, they would go, what website, if they want to know how they can get this and utilize it, John? Messengerinternational.org. The, but the book, it's, it's a devotional. I mean, people are so busy. Yeah. We actually broke the book up into daily reading. So every day you got 10 minutes of reading if you're slow, 14 minutes a day. But then you've got the devotional, the gray pages, where you review what you read that day. Uh, and that's another 10 or 15 minutes. It's made for individual or for marriages or for family study even. And it all goes together with this. So you can do the book by itself or you can get the whole curriculum 
together. Yeah. Well, we're going to give away the book, all right? That's so we, amazing. If they want the rest of it, they can oh, go to the messengerinternational.org. All right. And uh, uh, what do you think about it? He, he's telling us about it. Do you think this is good stuff? Is it worth <laughs> people getting or are you just having a little <laughs> chat? What do you think, I'm please? trying not to interrupt. I'm trying well, to be a good So, no, I think it's an incredible tool. And to be honest with you, we looked and we didn't find what uh, worked well for us just kind of dysfunctional kind of people. And our kids, they said, hey, mom and dad, we think you need to do this. We think there's more and more of people our age that are not wanting to get married. And we know what the attack on marriage is going on, that they're completely saying that marriage is not a man and a woman. And, you know, John and I were so outraged that God is the one who created marriage and he is the only one that has the right to define it. And so Correct. we said, you know, we have not done this well, not, not us two, but as a, as a group, as the people, when we're living in places where our children say, I don't want to get married because of what I saw with our parents, mm -hmm. we thought we need to write this story. And so we decided we would open up our lives, be open and transparent, and give them a tool that they could customize their marriage. And that was a, a key thing for us. We felt like a lot of the marriage things that were out there said, if you want to have a good marriage, it needs to be a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath house like ours. And a lot of people aren't building that way. Mm -hmm. They say, I want a one-bedroom, one-bath, or I want an eight-bedroom, ten-bath. You know, and the truth is, you need to build your marriage according to your purpose, according to your season, according to your lifestyle. And nobody has the right to tell you that you can't build a marriage the way it fits the calling of God on your life. And so we want to empower people with the tools they needed to build their marriage. What do you think about what you're hearing? Wow, well, I, think it's, I think it's awesome. <laughs> you know, and I think what you're saying is there are some basic foundations yes. in what you you start this marriage exactly on. Yes. love respect trust yeah. faithfulness all those things but they have the freedom to create it yeah what you are know, the areas you touched on john that might people might not have expected well i think the first thing that we need to talk about is is is, is the fact that you know for years marriages have been under attack but now the very institution of marriage is under attack and the reason is is as lisa said because god instituted but god put man and woman together to conquer to be fruitful to multiply now, because of the strife, the intense problems in marriage, the breakups, now we're dividing, now we're, we're, we're diminishing, our effectiveness is going away. And so we really believe in order for Jesus to be represented beautifully to the earth, because marriage is really a reflection of God's relationship with us. You know, when Paul talks about it, he said marriage is really a pattern of Christ's relationship with the church. So when you attack the institution of marriage, you're attacking our relationship with God and our ability to portray to the world what the relationship with God looks like. And so marriage, there's a lot of very, very practical things we really go into because, you know, marriage is everyday life. It's, it's the grind. And the thing that's so beautiful about it is nobody gets closer to you than your spouse. Right. And so God says, I love marriage and I hate divorce. And the reason I hate divorce is because marriage produces children of God. Well, not only does it produce natural children, but it refines us. It makes us into better people. I wouldn't be the man I am today had it not been for this woman sitting beside me. You'd never read one book by me. You'd never admit me, James, <laughs> because I wasn't ready for what God had called me to do and he couldn't have put me out to do what I was called to do or else I would have brought a lot of shame to his name, which that's happened. But if it hadn't been for the closeness of our relationship, because Lisa gets closer to me than anybody and what happens is things get exposed mm -hmm. and all of a sudden now I can justify it, I can get angry, I can blame her, or I can say, you know what, I got some areas I got to deal with here. Mm -hmm. And that I think has been one of the greatest things that have come out of, of, this, of, of marriage. 
At the same way, though, she talks about you. When she was in Absolutely. school, you influenced her and really yeah. impacted her life. He so she actually to, started yeah. the change, the transformation. Yeah. John led me to the Lord on our first date. And, I mean, I had never heard the gospel. And so I got born again. I got healed. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, I need to marry this guy. I mean, anybody <laughs> can do all that on the first date. This needs to happen. So, and um, I was just thinking, I've never seen a girl so beautiful in all my life. <laughs> but, you know, we, we dated for a year and a half. We went to marriage counseling. But we didn't listen. Why would we listen? We were we were in our twenties. These were people with God thirty put years our of marriage. marriage. Together. Yeah. yeah. God put us together. We're not going to listen to these people, and so we didn't listen to anything they said. And then, about three months into our marriage, I'd had a vision, and it was a vision of a perfect man. And this man looked like John, but he did not act like John. And I realized it was my gifting to change John yeah, there you go. into the man he. But I had a vision too. With my yeah. And my vision was of a sweet, submissive wife. Yeah. And so I felt that that we was began, my job. Yeah. We began to fight. Yeah. And, and it was WWF type fighting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> bowls broken, gla uh, windows broken, uh, plates that were never supposed to break breaking. Uh, Throwing you know, stuff. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I was one of the things. She's been here confessing before. Yeah, so I, I, have, I, have, yeah. I totally yeah. But So the first four years, we, we, we attacked each other. Mm -hmm. And then the next four years, we lived in the aftermath of that. And then the year eight, we started to rise and build. And see, I think people do not know how to get beyond that aftermath and begin to rise and build. And so we decided we're going to open up our lives because we both came with some incredibly dysfunctional things. Well, I came with most of the both dysfunction. Of us did. He, he, had, he had the acceptable <laughs> yeah. dysfunction. I had the entertaining dysfunction. I, I just had the Kardashians way early. So anyway, we had that in our family. But, but the truth is, you know, we just didn't have any tools. And so, you know, we, we had to make it up as we went along. And we, we don't want that for the next generation. We can't afford another generation that has a family breakdown and says, you know, oh, I thought, you know, I thought that my parents are perfect and then my dad just leaves my mom for another man or my parents don't ever want to have anything to do with it. We don't want that. And we want something more for our kids. And so we said, we're going to open up our life. We're going to pen it. And we have not done it perfectly, but we have done it well. And I know you guys are the same way, which means every time you made a mistake, you learn from it. And well just means healthy. And so John and I have learned how to build a marriage that is healthy. And, and a lot of the stuff that we saw, you know, just doesn't fit with the young people coming up. They say, I don't want to do that. And one of the things we did right by accident was here in Dallas, Texas, we used to go to a Chinese restaurant. We would split an order of mushu chicken and we would dream. We would say, when we have kids one day, what are we going to do with them? How are we going to raise them? Are we going to pay them for doing chores? No way. They're part of our family. They're not getting paid for that. I mean, like, we sat down. We'd and wrestle we, these things we'd through. Map, yeah. yeah, we mapped it out. And we didn't understand, James and Betty, that we were actually doing something that was a spiritual principle because God talks about when his own begin to write the end at the beginning. And when they have conversations that fear the Lord, he listens in. That's what it says in the book of Malachi. And it says he takes notes. Mm -hmm. And so God is like, look at these two people. They got married in the 80s. They look ridiculous. They're, <laughs> they're just so awkward, but they have something on them that I'm going to be able to get mm -hmm. something through them. And that's what you see on my boys. God said, I know that John and Lisa are going to raise up their kids to fear me. Mm -hmm. and to obey me and instruct them in my ways. Yes. Don't you think, though, the, the 
big difference was that when you got married, you made a commitment to one another. Yeah. I feel like James and I did commitment. Yes. Now there were times when we didn't like each other very much, right. and we, yeah. like y'all, we'd get angry with one another. Yeah. But we never thought about being apart. Yeah. You know, you when know, I look at my it mom, it just and wasn't dad, part of our thinking. Yes. Our you know, their generation. It, it just, you know, my mom and dad were married 66 years. My dad just went home to be with the Lord, and so. There were very, very difficult times that Lisa and I went through. But the one thing we were not going to do is we were going to part ways yeah. because, you know, I'd made a commitment. I'd made a covenant. And that's the thing. I think you respond differently to hardships when you know you're in it for life. Mm -hmm. If you look at it like, okay, if it gets bad enough, I'll get out of it. You're not yeah. going to respond correctly in situations mm -hmm. where that needed response is. And so, you know, there were times, I remember one time Lisa locked me out of the house. I mean, <laughs> I, and she said, uh, I, I said, I want in. She said, no, no, you're, you're not staying here tonight. <laughs> and so I went and I fasted, I, I, I went and heard. fasted and prayed that weekend. And I came back and I said, I'm just so sorry. And it's so amazing whenever things like this climactic things happen, we think, oh, God, you're really going to deal with her. She's thinking, He's, you're really going to deal with him. And you know what he does? He deals with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, one time I walked out of the house, I was so angry at Lisa. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even want to see her. I was so angry at her. <laughs> and I'm outside, and God said, I want you to thank me one thing for Lisa. Just just thank, just, just, just say one thing you're thankful for. I said, well, she, she's a good mom. And then I said, she's a really good cook. And I said, <laughs> and she's really tender towards people, and she's, really got a great person. And all of a sudden, it just came pouring out of me. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, you jerk, <laughs> you absolute idiot. And I came back and I thought, she'll throw me out again, but she, she just, she just looked at me. These were not the same incidences. No, <laughs> but, but th this was a different incident, but she, she just looked at me and she just said, she, 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 she received what I said. And, and so I think that what happens is we tend to quit, we tend to give up instead of fight for our marriage. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we try to figure out how can I just live in peace and I don't think that's what we need to do as believers. We're gonna fight any adversity that comes against us to stay together and both of us have to have that that resolve. And we have to realize we're not in competition with no. one another. No. We are there as in a relationship that should complement one another. And that's what I think James and I have learned through the years is that I want to be I want to be a complement to him and who God's called him to be. And I, I feel like he wants to be the same way. So if we do that, we mesh together and we be we become God. You guys God are our role models. <laughs> we're we're heading this direction. You guys do it very well. Yeah, you do. I find both of you to be very teachable. You know, you're very strong-willed. I've been one of those people who would call you, John, and say, okay, you go this route, awesome. John, but let me tell you how I think you can broaden the effect, still make the point, and not alienate people who don't understand. And you you, you push back at first, but then you listen. Am I right about that? Yeah, you are. And you've been the same way, though. I've been a better man because of it. Well, here's the deal. You are, you are to me, you're both yielded clay. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're two of the most dynamic people that I've ever met. And, and usually, it's very difficult for those kind of people to really live together and have joy. Mm -hmm. You have joy. Mm -hmm. I think what you've done here is an expression of that joy in the relationship. I think what you're doing to share the message all over the world, tell everybody what you're doing to get tools into the hands of church leaders all over the world. Tell us what, what message does. What, what is your ministry? Five, years, one five years ago, I was in my basement, and Lisa was in England doing a, a conference, and the Lord said, you've been faithful with the English-speaking community. Our, our curriculum's now in tw over 23,000 churches in America. 
And he said that so clear, and he said, now I want you to reach out to the leaders in the world. I had no idea what, what he was talking about, but six months later, I walked into my leaders and I said, hey, you, you guys know I've always wanted to give them away more books than we've sold. And I said, we've done far less than that. Mm -hmm. How many books did we give to pastors overseas last year? They said 33,000. I said, that is pathetic. I said, this year, and I said a number, and Lisa said she felt like she tasted throw up in her no, mouth. No, I, threw up, I, I threw up in my mouth. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and long story short, in the last four years, we've been able to give away 6.5 million resources to pastors and Isn't leaders in 59 nations. And when you, and you, when you say we, it's what I say to you all the time. We have drilled thousands mm -hmm. of water. Yep. We have fed millions mm -hmm. of children. Mm -hmm. We, we, we do it. We, it isn't this we. It's all of us together. Yeah. It's the body of Christ. Yes, it is. And boy, can you imagine what the body of Christ could do yeah. if we just Gosh. connect and yeah. submit right. to his head? Yeah. And this well, is what you're doing. How does he give away these millions of, of resources to help? We, people like yeah. you, there yeah. is their website. Mm -hmm. You pray about it. You're inclined to help them. Now, you know, a lot of times people say, well, you're giving away your donors. We don't own donors. They are the children of God. They are the stewards of what God entrusted. We count, we count it an incredible, indescribable blessing that you would help us do anything yeah. that we share with you that God put in our heart. We, we want to know what's on God's heart. Mm -hmm. and, and when we, we sense it, it gets on our heart and we share it with you. If you didn't take it to heart and you didn't help, it goes nowhere. We're just people who've got a heavy heart. We've got a broken heart. But we've got empty hands. That's what the missionaries told us. They said the only way we can stay here and do the work is you keep us here and don't leave us here empty-handed. And you got it. The same way with what you're doing. Yeah. People who see what you're doing, they want to help you do it, then they can do that. Now, let me just say this to you. You go online, you could get the entire curriculum. If you would like to have the book, which as they said, it breaks down into where you can go daily and learn. I think it'd be great for husband and wife to talk together pray together about these things and grow. We'll be happy to send it to you. You both know, because you've been in the mission field, you and I actually were kind of held hostage, you know. The missionaries thought we were going to die. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And why, well, didn't, no, you why thought, didn't you think? You, you thought we were going to die. I was certain we were going to live because I was with James Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't know that until after the six-hour ordeal that we were surrounded by AK-47s with drunk kids. So, soldiers. Yes. Drunk soldiers, but. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So, we, and you have been, and you've been all over the world, Lisa, and you, just, just for our viewers, is what we're doing effective? Amazing. Does it work? Yeah, it's oh. it's beyond effective. Uh, it's not just drilling wells. I mean, even though that's amazing, and it's not just feeding, it is changing the culture. It is empowering the people there locally. That is why we are so honored to partner with you guys because we see what you are doing is is just really the hands of Jesus. I remember when we went with as a team and we were drilling a well of water. I remember the women coming from the villages and crying and thinking we were angels, mm -hmm. thinking that we were angels. People do not understand that their gift to life today right. translates as angelic visions and a message of hands and feet of Jesus in other lands. Amen. And let me just say, let just applaud our viewers and all the, the helpers. You are, you are the hands of Jesus extending and expressing his love, expressing his heart. I want you to watch. Now, here's the thing. We see some issues and some problems, some challenges. Not a person that wouldn't stop a hurricane or a tornado from hurting people, but we're helpless. Well, we're about to show you, we're not helpless. We're empowered to do it. We're enabled to do it. So together, let's do it. I want you to watch. See, if you don't want to be a part of this miracle, watch it.
Cambodia. Its rolling clouds give way to blue skies and green fields. But looks can be deceiving. While the tropical climate here may look like a paradise, one of life's basic needs is tainted by contaminants in the rivers and ponds these people use for drinking water. And too often, this brings tragic consequences. I don't want you to feel hopeless. I don't want you to feel afraid. I don't want you to feel those things. Because I really believe that there are people that want to help her. I really believe that. And so I think this is our opportunity to uh, to help, um, to do something for you and for so many other people. In heaven, the Lord will wipe away our tears. I think that here, he wipes away our tears the way Tammy was sharing that burden. Do you realize that Tammy Trent had the most wonderful, handsome, all-American husband, a swimmer. And on one of their little vacations, not long after they married, he drowned. They didn't find him for a long time. He just went for a short swim. They don't know all that happened. So she has a broken heart. And yet she's sharing the broken heart of that precious woman, that precious mother who feels so poor. And uh, you, you know what amazes me? There are many wealthy people. I wish people wouldn't think bad about everybody that's successful. Because money's not the problem. Loving money or coveting money, that, that's the problem. Money having you, that's the problem. But you realize that, Betty, most of what comes in the wells, and we do have people, we have some people who, who drill tin wells because they can and they want to. But most of the people that help, they don't have a lot. I mean, the greatest support of ministries like ours comes from people of humble means. But they have this heart. This is the way America ought to feel about all the challenges we face. We ought to all want to take a part, not say, we'll get it from them. They got too much. What kind of attitude is that? See, what makes things work at life is people want to share life out of whatever means they have. And so what I'm asking you to do is, is let's, let's meet that need. Let's drill a well there. We've got 500 locations where the need is obvious. The challenge is undeniable. The missionary is brokenhearted. They said, we can do it. And you've already, as viewers, paid for the drilling rigs. So now we need to send them in, have the diesel fuel, all of the pipe, everything it takes, keep the drill bits where they work, everything working and moving, and it averages 4,800. Some of the wells are shallow. Some of them are very deep, but the average is 4,800. I don't know how long they stay there. It's been there a while. Could you drill a well? 
Could you give $48 and know that basically you've given 10 people water the rest of their life? That gift just keeps giving. $144 gift, 30 people. $1,200, pray three join you. $2,400, another joins you. Or $4,800, whatever you can do. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org and take your bank card, make the greatest gift you can? Or would you call the number and take your bank card, use it like a check? That's how you should always use that card, like a check. If you write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail and then do it. Make the check to life. That's what you're giving. We're giving them water for life and sharing the water of life because we have that life in us and it expresses itself in love. We have some gifts to send you. You'll see them in a moment. They're gifts to help you grow, to bless you as you bless others with a gift of love, a gift of water for life. Thank you for going online. Please move to do it or go to the phone and make that gift. Please do it. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 12 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, clean, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, you'll receive the Everyday A New Day devotional. Broken out into the four seasons of the year, this daily devotional features scriptures, inspirational thoughts, a Bible reading plan, and a place for you to journal each day. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Names of Jesus pen set, one inscribed with the names of Jesus found in scripture, and the other reflecting the gifts of the Spirit. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well and request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. If you dial the number and got a busy call until you get through, we want to send you those things we believe will bless you. If you'd like to have John and Lisa Bevere's the story of marriage, beautifully, beautifully presented. We'll be glad to send it to you. Perhaps it would help you. Perhaps it helps someone you know. Maybe someone thinking about getting married or maybe they haven't been married long or maybe they've been having trouble. But it'll be a blessing. We'll be glad to send it to you. Would you join us saying thanks to John and Lisa? You guys are a blessing. We love you. You are family. Thank you. Go to stream.org. Stream.org every day and pass on what you learn. Send it around the world. Thank you.
Introducing Stream.org, a rich and lively source for breaking news, analysis, and entertainment. Stream.org is a new information stream where those concerned about our nation's course can now gather for news, wisdom, and inspiration. Working together, we will see the promise declared in Psalm 46.4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Be sure to visit stream.org, a news site to unite us. Marriage is very valuable to God, so we need to learn how to fight for it, not against it. John and Lisa Bevere, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.